Hello, Amazon sellers. Welcome to this episode of Seller Performance Solutions. I am Liam McHugh, and I am here, as always, with the e-commerce Chris, Chris McCabe. And today, we are also speaking with Laura McCall of Sponsored Profit. Hey, Laura. Hi. Hey, Laura. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us. So we had had a really interesting conversation, I want to say like a while ago now, a few months ago about, you know, Chris and I are always harping on people kind of wasting money on black hat tactics to get reviews or to rank as quickly as possible using some maybe not so great tactics to trick Amazon into thinking that their products are popular. You had said that they could easily spend that same money on ads and one, get a better result. And two, it's a result that Amazon's never going to penalize you for or take away from you. Correct. And I had a second part to that comment, which is just, when did this change? Amazon made more data available, I want to say six months ago. You would know the month better than I would, but that seems to have been the impetus and the driving point forward with the the host strategy that you were talking about. So when was the fundamental shift or change in your view? Yeah, good question. And yeah, th- thanks for having me so we, that we can talk about this because I think it's really important just to kind of backtrack a little bit just on what Leah said first in terms of, you know, how sort of sellers, do they now launch products in a compliant way? Because number one, as a PPC agency, we've always used PPC to launch products and to rank products, right? That's always been the compliant way to launch products. It's just in years gone by, there were other methods that you've just mentioned that kind of gained the system a little bit, that Mm -hmm. kind of tricked the algorithm. And so to part answer your question, Chris, around, I think it was October, 2021, when those really big changes in terms of service came down the line in respect to, to rebates and search, find, buy, and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I think that's when the fear and the panic kind of set in for sellers in terms of, well, how do we launch products now going forward? And, and so again, as a PPC agency, PPC has always been our go-to launch strategy. It's just perhaps the appetite or the openness of, of sellers to kind of embrace that has taken a little bit of time to, to catch up. And it's always bemused us a little bit that when it comes to launching products, sellers wouldn't give a second thought to spending a bunch of money on giveaways and essentially giving away thousands of units of inventory, but have a conversation with a PPC agency and talk about investing in ads. And it's like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. It's, yeah. it's kind of a, it's kind of this, this That's strange kind of, as well. <laughs> right. It's just like, but there is another way you can do this and it's totally legit. But in terms of when I, I guess our, our launch strategy, and essentially now it's become our growth strategy, sort of really took a, a further kind of leap forward, was your right, Chris, sort of towards the back end of last year when mm-hmm. Amazon started making a bunch of new reports um, and data available to us in brand metrics, in brand analytics, search query performance. And so what that has kind of given us is it's given us more granular level data that really allows us to see where does a brand fit in terms of its true position in a category from a brand perspective. 
And then we have reports that in search query performance that, that shows us how do products convert on specific search terms compared to competing ASIN, mm. the search term impression report that shows, well, what percentage share of impressions does a, a, a particular product have for a particular search term? So all of a sudden now you can see, are we leaving money on the table or have we kind of maxed out our, our ad sales with, with these search terms? We convert great. We sell a premium product. Well, let's look at the data. The data would suggest actually, you know, on certain search terms, you don't compete or you don't rather convert that well. We've always had unit session percentage as mm -hmm. a metric, but we know that that's not really kind of true conversion. It's based on the number of sessions. So again, there's, there's more data available now that really kind of gives us a more accurate reflection on conversion. Then, as I said, even on the brand side of things, we can kind of see, well, you know, what percentage of, of the market does a brand have or, or, or what percentage or that it's the purchase percentile where do you sit in terms of paid and organic sales? You know, you're in the bottom 10 percentile or the top 90 percentile. So all of a sudden now we've got all yeah. this data that just gives us some very objective data to kind of really pinpoint, okay, where do we sit? And more importantly, where can we compete? Where can because you I go? Think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we know, are we seeing all... more contacts from sellers. Yeah. I have noticed more queries coming through our site about this in the last couple of months. And it just made me think how many people are aware of it. You see all kinds of things posted on LinkedIn about this topic, but how much of it is real, for lack of a better word? Do you think there's a lot of noise out there ever since they provided more data and some of it's accurate and some of it's not? Some of it's a service trying to capitalize on it and some of it is, isn't? And do you think sellers are confused about what the opportunities really are? Gosh, a uh, lot to unpack there. I think ultimately, yes, I think there is a lot of talk around how accurate is, is that data. So obviously I, you know, I watch and, and listen to all the podcasts in, in and around Amazon PPC and, and, and the Amazon space in general. I would still go with some data is better than no data. And we still have to test stuff like right. nothing is, is, is bulletproof. But in terms of sellers, I still think the majority of sellers are unaware okay. that this amount of data and information is available. I think that the clue is definitely in the names of these reports and the names of the dashboards, they have brand in them. So this is really yep. now Amazon again, pushing forward to, to become a platform, um, of brands to offer customers the best possible customer experience, mm -hmm. branded experience. And Amazon is still giving brands, private label brands, an opportunity to, to really set up their stall on the platform. And they're making all of this data available to, right. to help you level up your sales. I know Amazon PPC is, can kind of be the villain of, of the piece. I know sellers like to hate on PPC agencies. Probably for good reason in some respect, but I mean, ultimately, and I'd like to get your take on, on this guys is, you know, Amazon has now become a pay to play platform. I yeah, think 100 that's just a reality. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 you know, we don't Amazon's... hear a lot of hatred of PPC. I think 
people understand that ad spend, I mean, this is call it whatever you want, necessary evil, call it the, the rules of the game. I mean, this is a key function of being a seller and being a business owner. So we haven't heard too much complaining. I don't know. Leah can oh, speak good. to that, but we, <laughs> I we think haven't it's heard just too many comments, know, If we? you hire the wrong person for anything yes, to do with your right. business, there are going to be complaints. I think in like general, 100%. people are fine with spending money on that. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, at this point, got thick skin and and, and take the rust with the smooth. But I mean, I think, yeah, of course, it, it's a cost of doing business. And if we just kind of pull back a little bit and look at what's happening on Amazon, Amazon is simply maturing as an advertising platform, just like right. Facebook did, just like Google did, right? Yeah. What, what happens? These platforms start out with great organic reach. More people come onto the platform. Competition starts to increase. So the platform starts to kind of pull back on that organic reach. And all of a sudden now we have paid placements and, and, and then it becomes an advertising platform first and foremost. I think in terms of what this means for, for Amazon PPC, there's still a lot of opportunity for Amazon PPC. I know that there does seem to be like a bit of a mad scramble to do all sorts of stuff off Amazon and I've got nothing against off Amazon traffic, but Amazon still has so much built-in demand. It's just, how do we tap into it? It's just the rules of the game have changed a little yeah. bit. It's gotten more yeah. complex. It's gotten more expensive. And so what that means, again, to kind of come back to the whole branding piece, perhaps whereas before uh, sellers didn't have to pay too much attention to their profit margins or to their reviews, or to these kind of things. Mm -hmm. Stuff now makes you viable or, or not viable. And right. so because of that, how we see Amazon PPC changing is really now it's moved from just a means to drive paid traffic, but also now as a means to drive rank so you can oh. grow your overall business. Because ultimately, that's, that, that's it, right? And, and, and advertising isn't, and it's never been about just advertising one product about growing your business in a profitable way. It's just as Amazon has become rather ads have become more expensive and the platforms become more competitive, it's just become a little bit more difficult to do, but it's not impossible, yep. but it just means the, um, you know, the strategies that worked six months ago, 12 months ago, and certainly anything beyond that, they just don't work or certainly don't work as well. And so we just have to, I think, look at Amazon PPC a little bit differently. We have to adjust our strategy accordingly, but we also need to start making the most that we can of all this additional data because this is really, there's two things I think that are really critical. Making the most of this additional data to make even better decisions because you, you need to spend those ad dollars wisely. And so you need to make sure that you're spending them on the right things in the right places at the right time. So that's one part. The other part, which is equally important, and again, is something that came out of last year, is Amazon experiments and the ability to split test to always be kind of cranking up the conversion. Because again, when clicks were really cheap, conversion was maybe something that, again, sellers and brand owners didn't pay a lot of attention to. It, it, it's always been the low hanging fruit. It's yeah. always been the one thing that Every 1% improvement and iteration you can make means that's an extra percentage of, of traffic that you weren't getting before, but now you're getting for the same spend. So I think now with 
Amazon experiments, always be testing, always be trying to improve your click-through rate and to improve your conversion. Because again, that, that just means you're going to get more out of your ad dollars and ultimately get more for your money. We're always preaching about don't just marry yourself to one approach without paying attention to how times change. Yeah. I mean, this is a frequent subject on this podcast where it's about appeal strategy for reinstating mm -hmm. the suspension or what you're talking about or many other things. I had a quick question, yeah. actually two questions, about using your host strategy as a launch strategy. Question number one is a lot of, I would say one of the more prevalent launch strategies that we see sellers talking about is having to lower your price to basically less than cost in order to get your rank up there in the first place, and then you can slowly raise your prices. Is that something that you are doing as part of the host strategy or this, that isn't necessary to do? It, I think it depends. I think certainly with new products, getting that initial visibility it is really key. The conversion it, it is a key way to achieve that. And, and so, of course, launching with a price um, that is, you know, um, you know, it's like loss leaders, isn't it? Like when right. you go to, to the pharmacy or something and you see the new products at the end of the aisle, right? I mean, they're launching them at a super competitive price because they kind mm -hmm. of just want to get some sales and, and, and to get some feedback from the market. So with new products, obviously, if we can be super competitive on price or if we can use coupons or promotions to help, that obviously kind of gives the product a little bit more juice. And again, Amazon isn't going to have an issue with that in terms of kind of ongoing, like how do we rank for keywords for existing products? You know, again, depending on the keyword, depending on the strategy, shouldn't always be required because what we're doing is we're being very targeted on those search terms based on the fact that we now have the data that says we know we can convert better than the competition on this search term it means we're going to pay a lower cost per click we're going to convert and stick uh, and therefore price adjustment doesn't necessarily even come into that conversation but certainly for new products to kind of get that initial love from you know, the algorithm sure won't harm but it's yeah. not a long-term strategy you've got to make money That's well why you can't yeah you can't have below cost forever <laughs> No, um, and that actually that actually leads very well into my second question. In terms of launching a product with this strategy, how long does it take to get that necessary data on the new product to then start ranking on the first page? Yeah, it's always how long's a piece of string because sure. it depends I mean, on, just, on the know. product and it, and it depends <laughs> yeah. on on the category. So at the moment, most of the testing that we we've, we've done has has been with established products, okay. and we're getting established products to page one in as little as three days. Okay, well, uh, the three be... days is what caught my attention when Leah and I first <laughs> talked about talking with you today. It's hard to yeah. catch Chris's attention with ads. Because, okay. <laughs> because I'm not a natural fit for an ads conversation. Usually we're talking with people about their listing gets suspended and how much they have to spend on ads to recover sales rank. Because sometimes they appealed it a few times before they approach us and like they lost time and money that way. And then the more time goes on, they have to recoup sales rank by their ad spend, which is a wonderful conversation for another day. But when I heard the three days, I was like, I guess my first thought was, does everyone know this or only a couple of us? Sometimes it's easy to kind of operate your business in a little bit of a kind of bubble in a vacuum. So we started out obviously with our, our existing clients. So we always start out in a very kind of small way when we start 
testing. And, and uh, this is going back, I think, the keywords that are as far back as like page seven, mm. where we've got that in three days. And if it's page two, three or four, it can be fastest. So yeah, but it hits the, the challenge with all the, the new data. So it's a little bit of a double-edged sword, as, as Amazon can be. So we've got all this data, but it's all in disparate places. So pulling the data and analyzing the data and then ultimately making the decisions because the data we're looking at is we're looking at conversion, we're looking at cost per clicks, we're looking at sales volume to, to rank. So we're pulling together all this different data. We've built our own tech. Um, mm-hmm. We have done from day one. And the advantage is, is that when we see opportunities like this, we're like, okay, what do we need to do to kind of update the tool to be able to help us with this specific task or or strategy. And so perhaps that's what's allowed us at least to kind of take a little bit of a a jump on this is is that we've made some adjustments to our tool to be able to pull all this data together so then we can very quickly identify, excuse me, our Mm -hmm. our high opportunity search terms. And then it's just a matter of reallocating budget. Yeah, but it's finding those search terms, cutting through that data that's kind of the tricky part. But then as soon as we've got the, the search term, and here's the interesting thing, it's taking that kind of 80-20 approach to what we do. And when you've got those search terms that you can convert on, that you are profitable on, that is driving volume, it works very, very quickly. And the, and the difference it can make to your overall revenue moves the needle quite, quite yeah, quickly, but it's pulling all that data together. So initially it was done manually. And then we made some updates to our tool to help us do that. And that's what's given us a bit of a lead on it. Awesome. Awesome. Amazing. So if people want to reach out to you, what is the best way to reach you, Laura? The best way to reach me is on LinkedIn. Um, And uh, or alternatively, sponsoredprofit.com. You can schedule a call with me on the website. So yeah, the website or, or LinkedIn. Okay, great. And we'll put both of those links in the show notes. Thanks again, Laura, for joining us. Thanks everyone for listening to Solid Performance Solutions throughout this year into next, we're going to have other guests with other wonderful tips and strategies like this. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you next time.